Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Please know that we read every single review, often out loud to each other, and we can't tell you how happy it makes us to know we're helping you get to Snoozeville. This episode is brought to you by Harvest Moons. Tonight, we'll read Queen Zixie of Ix, or The Story of the Magic Cloak a children's book written by L. Frank Baum and published in 1905. The events of the book alternate between Noland and Ix, two neighboring regions to the land of Oz, and Baum himself commented this was the best book he had written. The book was made into the 1914 film The Magic Cloak of Oz. Although no part of the book's story takes place in the land of Oz, by the time the movie was made, it had become clear that the Oz franchise was Baum's most popular creation. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Deep breaths. Mm-hmm. 
Chapter 1 The Weaving of the Magic Cloak The fairies assembled one moonlit night in a pretty clearing of the ancient forest of Bursey. The clearing was in the form of a circle, and all around stood giant oak and fir trees, while in the center the grass grew green and soft as velvet. If any mortal had ever penetrated so far into the great forest and could have looked upon the fairy circle by daylight, he might perhaps have seen a tiny path worn in the grass by the feet of the dancing elves. For here, during the full of the moon, the famous fairy band ruled by good Queen Lulia, loved to dance and make merry while the silvery rays flooded the clearing and caused their gauzy wings to sparkle with every color of the rainbow. On this especial night, however, they were not dancing. For the queen had seated herself upon a little green mound, and while her band clustered about her, she began to address the fairies in a tone of discontent. I am tired of dancing, my dears, said she. Every evening, since the moon grew big and round, we have come here to frisk about and laugh and disport ourselves. And although those are good things to keep the heart light, one may grow weary even of merrymaking. So I ask you to suggest some new way to divert both me and yourselves during this night. That is a hard task answered one pretty sprite, opening and folding her wings slowly as a lady toys with her fan. We have lived through so many ages that we long ago exhausted everything that might be considered a novelty, and of all our recreations, nothing gives us such continued pleasure as dancing. But I do not care to dance tonight replied Lulia with a little frown. We might create something by virtue of our fairy powers, suggested one who reclined at the feet of the queen. Oh, that is just the idea, exclaimed the dainty Lulia with brightening countenance. Let us create something. But what? I have heard remarked another member of the band, of a thinking cap having been made by some fairies in a...